Good day, all. Welcome to another season of Learning Bible Truth Ministries. I am the founder, host, and teacher, your one and only Dr. Kamla D. Here to teach you Bible truth, to help you grow in faith and learn how to walk in God's amazing grace by teaching Bible truth, not my truth, Bible truth. Here we read scriptures that contain God's word. Remember to pray and ask God for understanding. Put your learning hats on, get your Bibles, invite family and friends, take notes, and let's learn Bible truth. Good morning, everyone. Today is Sunday. It is May the 14th of the year 2023. It is Mother's Day. Happy Mother's Day to all the great mothers out there. In particular, because I know them, there's no preferential treatment here. My sisters, Carol and Cynthia, who love their children unconditionally. Happy Mother's Day. You are two wonderful mothers. And I would like to thank and welcome the new listeners today because I receive new listeners every week. Welcome to Learning Bible Truth Ministries. I am the host, founder, and teacher of Learning Bible Truth Ministries, your one and only Dr. Kamala D. Today is a special message and I know that I can teach and share and deliver some very tough messages, but it's all Bible truth. Today is one of those feel-good messages, and it was coincidental because, because today is Mother's Day. I, look, I am very transparent. I didn't know or realize today was Mother's Day until late yesterday, and I had already studied for this message. So that's not the reason this is a feel-good message, okay? Because next week is going to be very tough. I don't know. I'm going to have to continue to pray about that one. But um, God placed it on my heart two days ago, and I've been studying for it and pulling scripture for it, and it's going to shock a lot of people. I have a feeling it's going to be my most listened-to message in the past three years. Mm, I don't want to uh, drag that on this morning. So let's get this truth on the road. I want you guys to go to John chapter 8. And I will be reading from the New King James Version. And I know many of you saw the name of the message when you clicked on the podcast. But I will repeat the name of the message after we read these scriptures. John chapter 8, I will be reading verses 34 and 36. You guys know the routine. You have the ability to pause the tape, and when you find the scriptures, press play, and we will be on the same page. So I am reading verse 34. Jesus answered them, Most assuredly, I say to you, whoever commits sin is a slave of sin. Verse 35. And a slave does not abide in the house forever, but a son abides forever. Verse 36, therefore, if the son makes you free, you shall be free indeed. The name of this message is, who the son sets free is free indeed. 
And that word indeed is, is uh, truthfully or in fact. So who the son sets free is free truthfully or is in fact free. Now Jesus makes a wonderful statement of victory. He says, so if the son sets you free, you will be free indeed. These are not just powerful, but encouraging words. You are free, saints. This is where confusion starts, though. This is one of the reasons I decided to share this message. Have you ever taken the time to consider what you are free from? Hmm? If you look at the Greek, you will discover this word free can mean to liberate or to exempt from liability. That means this verse could also read like this, whom the son liberates or exempts from liability will be really liberated and exempted from liability. Because of this definition, when you consider this verse in its full context, there are two conclusions I want you to consider. First, there are things Christ has freed you from. Second, there are things Christ has freed you to. So what has Christ, the Son, freed you from? The bondage of sin that held you in captivity. For something or someone to be liberated or freed it must first have to be bound or imprisoned. The very definition of a captive is one who is confined. That's exactly what we were. Those who are now born again, that's who I'm talking to. You and I were prisoners held under the bondage of sin. We were held captive by the impulses of sin. We were slaves to the instincts of sin. We had no power to overcome the influence of sin. When Moses gave the children of Israel the law, it didn't because it couldn't stop them from sinning. The law only confirmed they were sinning. Sin was our ruler and it held us captive. In our days of living before Christ, whatever sin wanted, that's what we gave it. This doesn't mean you were out and about living a wild lifestyle, though it could, or, or some of you could have, uh, just like I was back in the day. It simply means that the primary authority in your life was your sinful nature. It was in control. In Romans 6.14, Paul says sin should not master or depending on which translation you are reading, have dominion over you. However, when you were born again, something supernatural happened. You got a new master. God gave you a new nature and more importantly, filled you with his Holy Spirit. So now you are no longer under the control or sinful nature. You have been set free or liberated from sin. You now have control over your actions. Paul sums it up in, in 2 Corinthians 3.17. He says, now the Lord is the spirit. And where the spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty or either freedom, depending on which translation you have. Because the Holy Spirit lives in you, 
you are free to do good, not evil. Because back in the day, our sinful nature influenced us to be evil. It influenced us to do evil. Romans 6.23 talks about the penalty of sin. It talks about your eternity. It says, for the wages or penalty of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus, our Lord. Now, let's be very honest and clear here. Outside of Christ, we all had an eternal death sentence. You and I were on death row. Yes, we were. Some are still on death row. You may not have understood it and, and probably didn't grasp the gravity of it, but that's where we were. You probably don't understand that now. Because of our sin, you and I were on a path to be eternally separated from the very presence of God. This was the eternal penalty of, or, or shall I say, liability of our sin. Thank God the story didn't end there, saints. Paul says in the latter part of Romans 6.23, the gift of God is eternal life in Christ Jesus. When Jesus set you free, he took away your death sentence. He took away my death sentence. The penalty you deserved and that I deserved has been removed and you now have eternal life. Hallelujah. Praise God. God literally changed your eternal destination. Today you can rejoice because if you have Christ, then you have eternal life. You no longer have to pay the penalty for your sin. And you will never be separated from the love of God in Christ Jesus. The key is in Christ Jesus. Sin brings guilt and shame. That is your life, saints your vitality. Have you ever experienced a feeling of guilt? Have you ever felt shame for things you have done in your past? Have you ever repented but felt like you need to repent again because you feel so bad about what you did that you want to make sure that God really forgave you? We all have done things that we are ashamed of. Now, I don't know about you, but I know I have. Things that we wish we could take back and never do again. We all have the capacity to relive our bad moments, questioning why we did what we did. I know I have done it numerous times. However, and I want you to pay close attention to this. When you do this, all you are doing is creating guilt and shame. This can haunt you and, and it can cripple you taking away your capacity to live and develop, which is your liveliness and your spirit. This is one of the biggest weapons of our enemy, Satan, who walks about like a roaring lion seeking whom he may devour. The devil encourages you to look back at the shameful moments of your past. When you do, you can be overwhelmed by guilt, shame, and condemnation. And remember, Romans 8, if I'm not mistaken, verses 1 and 2, there is therefore now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus. You need to focus on those scriptures. This will ultimately strip your joy, rob your peace, and destroy your life when you focus on your past and what you did. The guilt and shame can weigh you down. And I need to say that again. It can strip your joy. 
It can rob you of your peace and destroy your entire life, saints. Today, I have good news for you. You have been set free. When you sincerely repented the first time, God forgave you. Remember 1 John chapter 1, verse 9, and this is the New King James. John says, if we confess our sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. When God cleansed us, he removed that sin from you as far as the east is from the west, and he doesn't remember it anymore. It's the devil's job to bring it back to your remembrance, but God has forgotten it. And if God has forgotten it, we should forget it too. He will never bring it up again, and neither should we saints. However, forgiveness is not just about dealing with sin. It also deals with your shame. Christ does not just forgive the sins of the past. He also liberates or frees us from the shame and guilt of our past. Christ takes away the thing that limits our ability to live and brings guilt and shame. Now, if you are forgiven, you are forgiven completely and totally. Sin, shame, guilt, all of it is dealt with when Jesus sets us free. You don't have to carry that burden of guilt and shame anymore. You are forgiven and truly free indeed, saints. When you understand what Christ has freed you from, it sets the stage for you to live in what Christ has freed you to. Now let's talk about what, what, what Christ has freed us to. The freedom to live, which is your capacity. One of the reasons it's so important to understand that you are free from the bondage, penalty, and guilt of sin is because it now increases your capacity. Jesus wants to increase your capacity to love, not to hate, to have joy, not live in sadness, to experience peace, not frustration, and to enjoy life no matter what is happening around you. He also wants to increase your capacity to have a relationship with your heavenly father. This can't happen if you are not free. You have to be free in Jesus. You cannot have a vibrant, living, loving relationship with God or with anyone else for that matter if you are holding on to the guilt and shame of your past. How many of you have brought the, the guilt and shame from your past into a new relationship? Mm. And it tears your new relationship apart. Jesus said in John 10, 10, I have come that they may have life and have it to the full or depending on which translation you have or have it more abundantly. It's the same thing. Now, if you remember in the Garden of Eden, when Adam and Eve sinned, they hid from God and their capacity for a, a relationship with God was hindered. Now, when Jesus comes and sets you free, you don't have to hide anymore. You can now enjoy a healthy relationship with your heavenly father. And he actually encourages it in James chapter four, verse eight. It says, come near to God and he will come near to you. This is the essence of what Christ has freed us to. God wants a close, intimate fellowship with you and I. 
And the only way that can happen is by Jesus freeing you. This allows you to build a relationship with God without fear or worry. You can enter God's presence with confidence now because you know he wants you there. And the barriers have all been removed when Christ died on the cross. Hallelujah. This truly is living free without any barriers, saints. We have the freedom to now serve. This is your activity. Ephesians 2.10 says, For we are God's workmanship, created in Christ Jesus for good works, which God prepared beforehand that we should walk in them. One of the reasons Christ freed us is because he has work for us to do. He has a plan for our lives. However, it will be difficult to achieve this plan if we are running around with a guilty conscience or living in sin. When we do this, we are always trying to prove ourselves or or win the approval of the person we are serving. Let me try and, and lighten the load for you today. We are saved by grace. So we live by grace. God will accomplish his plan in our lives by grace. Christ freed us so that our capacity doesn't flow out of some sense of trying to win God's approval. We can't win his approval. Your approval doesn't come because of what you do, but because of what Christ has already done on that cross. When you understand this, you are free to accomplish the plan God has for your life with no agenda, no ulterior motive, but out of a heart motivated by love for him. Now, as we close today, saints, in the dictionary, freedom is defined as the power or right to act, speak or think without hindrance or restraint. The dictionary further describes it as liberation from slavery or or from the power of another. That definition completely wraps up everything Christ has done for us. There is only one thing left for you and I to do. Live free. Here's what Paul says in Galatians chapter 5 verse 1. Stand fast, therefore, in the liberty or either freedom by which Christ has made us free. And do not be entangled again with a yoke of bondage. Until next time, saints, enjoy your freedom today. Happy Mother's Day. Go live the life Christ has freed you to live. Walk in love. Choose Jesus. Wear your cross. Peace out. I hope you were blessed by this message. If you have any questions or comments about this particular episode or any previous episodes, please send your comments or questions to talkingbibletruth.cd at gmail.com. And if you would like to support this podcast financially, because it has been a blessing to you, go to one of my five podcasts, Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, or Radio Public, and contribute an amount of your choice. Or you can send your seed to me via Cash App. Dollar sign, Dr. Kamala D. That's dollar sign, capital D, lowercase r, capital C, lowercase a-m-a-l-e, capital D. 
anything you choose to send will be greatly appreciated. Now until next time, saints, remember that faith comes by hearing and hearing by the word of God. We walk by faith, not by sight. I am your host, Dr. Kamala D. Rightly dividing the word of truth in peace and love. Thank you for tuning in and I hope to see you next time.